Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republican Mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual newbie Menkares. This is Mentalist Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing how and why the beast was able to rule over the so-called black race. How and why? A lot of people want to know, how did we get here? How did we get here? A lot of people don't think you went no place. A lot of people think this is just natural. This is just normal. It's natural, and it's normal for you to think of yourselves as black people when your skin is not black. It is natural and normal to think of you, that you came from a sl- off slave ships. A hundred million you came on slave ships, right, chained under slave ships. You know, and that these white people were so mighty and intelligent and smart and, you know, and and great and, you know, and powerful that they could take us all, 100 million black people, Negro, African, American, Africans, and bring us in slave ships, right, to America, feet and hands bound, right, and just basically control our lives, own us as property, own us like farm animals, own us like damn tools, own us like tractor trailers, whatever, own us like guns, we are their property. Really? Really? And some of you have, have, for the most part, most of the people, a lot of have accepted that. So we're going to tell you how we fell from grace. We're going to tell you how, well, I'm not going to go all the way back to you know, the fall, I'm going to tell you how they end up getting control of us in the society. I talked a little bit about how slavery came about when everybody basically, you know, starting with the Arabs, wanted to enslave the so-called Africans. You see, because, you know, when the, when the Arabs and all them came up and basically took a lot of the knowledge from ancient Egypt, like a lot of these humans do, they take knowledge from us and then turn it around and flip it on us. Most of that knowledge that the Arabs got about algebra and you know and all the stuff that they, the Muslims took and basically flipped and they try to make it seem like the Muslims and the Arab, so-called Arabs, which are Caucasians, you know, your dark Caucasians, right? A lot of those people they want to act like oh they had such knowledge of this and knowledge of that and no you got your knowledge from ancient Egypt. All that was all that knowledge that the Arabs got was regular knowledge of algebra and alchemy and all this other stuff. That was what the uh, ancient Kemites were doing. That's where the word alchem come from. You see, chemistry comes from the Kemites, which is nothing but experimentation and compounding of things, elements, right? And your Arabs who were around, who came around at that time, they started, you know, learning at our universities, learning amongst our priests and sacred people. And that became, or a lot of that teaching went into Islam. It went into the Al-Arab, the Arab religion, which is nothing but Catholicism. Islam is nothing but Arabic Catholicism. That's all that I told you that before. Because the so-called Prophet Muhammad, his wife, was a Catholic. She was a Arab, you know, Arabian, Caucasian Catholic. Okay, so they basically took from us, called our teachings another by another name, and then reintroduced it to the world and act like they civilized people. They even went as far as to push Islam to black, so-called black men, bronze men, 
who were in the East at that time, who also many of them got enslaved because the while they said they was going to enslave Africans, right? They was going to enslave Africans. Now, you know, talking about in the 1400s or 1300s and things like that, you know, for the most part, you had these European countries, you had these European countries that were basically starving, disease-ridden, and desperate. They needed to get to other parts of the world where our people just happened to be, be it in, you know, uh, in America, be it in ancient, ancient Egypt, even in, even in our, our, our relatives in Africa, you know. They wanted to get to these places because we were always in the places where the land was fertile, where the land was fertile. We were in places where the land was fertile, where people were doing things, you know, life was basically moving them out. Because if you could eat, you know, you can feed yourself, clothe yourself, house yourself. And that's more than half of the battle and survival. So these people were not surviving in their land. So what did they do? They looked to go to other lands to see what they can pillage, to see what they can pilfer, to see what they can steal, what resources they can steal to feed themselves. Like all animals do, they're going to try and survive. So they went amongst our people who lived on the fertile grounds, fertile lands where we could feed ourselves and whatnot, and they basically schemed and conspired to take what it is that we had, to take our land, to take our food, to take our resources, to take all the things that we had as civilized people, as civilized men and women had, because these people were not civilized. These people were not. They were living like animals. These Caucasians, these Asians, these East Indians, all of these humans with the animal fur, they still carry the mark of the beast, were living like animals. And we, for the most part, were living like a race of gods or lords, if, if, have you, if you may, because we were on the areas where everything was fertile, flush with food and, you know, and, and natural resources that we could utilize for ourselves to live. So they wanted a piece of what we had, and we had so much in abundance. We was like, yeah, sure, do your thing, you know, because these were a bunch of deprived people. These were deprived people. They got off the ship stealing like they do. They steal from us. They stole from us. And they took things from us, things that were our personal property. They stole from us. It could be gold, watch, gold watches, gold teeth, gold jewelry, whatever because they had something called yellow fever. They was always searching for gold. That goes back to the thing of honey, which I'm going to do that broadcast tomorrow when honey was the first form of currency. But anyway, so they went about trying to scheme to get our, to get our people to give over their resources or share the resources, which they really wanted to take over for themselves. So what did they have to do to get people to do that? They had to for, come, up, come up with a psychology a psychology that work, would work against our people, right? They would have to come up with a psychology. They knew they couldn't just take everything with the gun, right, because they knew people would fight back like our people did fight back. And a lot of our people destroyed them, put them to death for trying to take from us. You see, this is when we looked at them as regular people. So then the church, the Catholic church, came with this idea of anglicizing white people. What do I mean by that? When they started coming up with these images of Caucasians as gods, as angels, you know, they come with these new terminologies, God and angel and things like that, because they know that our people tend to look toward higher power, toward a higher or an extended power of divinity, because we come from Amun. 
which we know Amen was of the fourth dimension and the upper dimension to continue. So we understood, we knew about a higher power. The higher power meant the power beyond the third dimension, beyond the life and death of this world. We acknowledge that to be real, because it is. And because they knew that, because our people always, even when it was handed down, and we lost a lot of things in translation, we lost a lot of things in conversation about Amun and who our connection was to Amun, we started getting caught up in all these spiritual gods and fake demons and things like that. We know we got into the religion of it. So they saw that we didn't know after a while what our true God or Lord or Savior or higher power, I should say, was. We didn't know. You know, there was a time where, because it was so many different beliefs and so many different spiritual entities and energies and things like that, that was a time of confusion. You see, that was a time of confusion, but the elect, the righteous ones, always knew that Amun was the true Lord and that they were connected as the Amun race. They knew what transpired here on earth. So what ends up happening is these people say, oh, well, with all this confusion, we need to push our own God. With all this confusion about who the Lord is or who God is, and they believe in this God, they believe in this higher power, we need to make ourselves that higher power. This is when the white man started, these Caucasians started coming with their fake Greco-Roman gods like Jupiter and Zeus and, and, and Hades and, and, and Venus and all these different fake gods that basically they created in their own image and after their own likeness. Right, and gave them these Greco-Roman so-called God names, these deity names, because they saw our people doing it. So they wanted to be like us. Everything, you know, again, the so-called white man, they don't believe in no higher power. They don't. They believe in them harnessing the higher power. They don't believe in or accept or acknowledge a higher power. They believe that they are the higher power. This is why they can preach something called atheism without having a problem with it because they never believed in any higher power or acknowledge any higher power anyway. they stupid. They start believing that any intelligence that they receive is really coming from them. They're stupid enough to believe that any power that they have at this point is going to remain, and it's not. They believe that they actually are really intelligent people, and they're not. But what they do know how to do, they know how to fool people. They know how to... Find out what drives you, what you believe in, what you're about, and they use that against you. Once they find out something to create to, you know, basically use that against you, then that's how they start to control you. That's how they start to rule over you. So what was paramount in the lives of our people? Answer, God, a creator. But all they cared about was government. All they cared about was having a ruling body or be it a monarchy dealing with kings and subjects. This is what they wanted to have. They wanted to be the people in power who were in the ruling class, and they wanted to have people who were subject to their rule. So what they did was they said, okay, well, this is only going to last for so long because you want to always have people that want to overthrow the rulership and want to come into power. So they had to create this divine deception, this creation of a god, right? And they also had to get behind a book, and they said that they were going to take this book all over the world, wherever they wanted resources at, wherever they wanted to control the people, wherever they wanted to take hold of the people, they would take this book all over the world called the Bible, and they would preach their newly created god and their false Greco-Roman Jupiter Christ, Jupiter Zeus Christ to the world and make the world worship him. 
make their slaves worship them. It's like playing good cop and bad cop. What they would do is they would send the Catholic Church, which is now called today the Red Cross, they would send the Red Cross into a bunch of black areas or darky areas or places where there were no white people where they wanted resources, and they would send them in there, and the Red Cross, the priests, the chaplains, and all them were spies. They were spies for the government, for the Caucasian government that was being built, the Catholic Church, and all that. They would send them in there. They called them missionaries at the time. All right? They would send these people in. And what they would do is program the hell out of the people. They would program the hell out of the little blacks, the little blacks, the little so-called Africans, the, the the East Indians. They would anglicize them. They would make them Christians, but because they would tell them if you were a Christian, if you knew how to, you know, then you could read, you could be acceptable, you could be civilized if you were a Christian. So nobody wanted to be seen as a savage. So the people started becoming Christians. And part of becoming a Christian is yet you got to believe God is white. And then you also have to believe that Jesus is white, his son is white, and you got to believe in the Catholic Pope or the priest and all these other people who are the power, right? So, of course, you're thinking, well, damn, they're all white, and we basically follow, and that means that the white people had to be made in the image of God. These white people, these recessive, nasty people have to be, Created in the image of God Now you keep telling this lie over and over and over again You keep showing these pictures over and over and over again Of white Jesus and God and all this other stuff After a while It's going to be in the minds of the people It'll stick in the minds of the people And then you get some A1 coons You know, because they always do that They look how they do it See, they got a, they got a, they got like a little five-point plan They enter whatever place they want resources from, they send in the religious groups and whatnot, and they come and they bring food, they bring bullshit for the people, knickknacks and all this other shit, right? And they're like, we're trying to help you. We're bringing you medicine and everything. Really, they're giving the people poison, all right? They're killing off. They're identifying the people who are the strong teachers and leaders and the tribal leaders and whatnot, and them the niggas, they're going to make the reverend. They're going to make them the preachers, Okay? They're going to make them the preachers, the people who got the strongest influence, the most influential. They want those guys. They want to make them the preachers. So as soon as they make them the preachers, then they can tell them what they should say. We got to start a seminary school. All these old niggas want to line up, and they're going to say what we want them to say, right? So we got all these old niggas lined up who have strong voices in the community. We're going to tell them to teach their people that God is white. But they don't have to say it now because they got an image of God. They after for for the longest time they had to reiterate God is white, His Son Jesus, the the Holy Son of uh, uh, the angels, and white. Everybody's white, so therefore they, these people start thinking that anybody that's white is connected to God. So that means if they're white and they're connected to God, and we believe in a higher power, see, because they don't believe in a higher power, they don't. They can't believe in or acknowledge a true higher power. They only the only ones who believe or acknowledge a higher power is the so-called Jew. Now, the only reason they do is because they were the earliest people amongst us that were co- that were copying from us. Okay, they were your first Greeks and Romans. Okay, your, your Jews became your Romans and Greeks, your Ashkenazi and those people, and the Sephardics were your Greeks and your Romans. That's why, if you notice, the so-called Jews always got black hair. Sometimes they'll dye their hair blonde or they'll convert other white people. But that's another whole thing. But anyway, so they'll do this, right? 
and they'll go about and they'll start recruiting people. Like they tried to do this at one point in time with the um, the Spanish Inquisition, and they were getting on the people who were Jews, and they were trying to like basically run the Jews out in the Spanish Inquisition. So they did the same thing with Christianity because Christianity is really Catholicism. Or I don't care what you call yourself, a Baptist, a seven-day Adventist, a holy roller. If you're a Christian, you're really a Catholic because Christianity comes from, comes from Catholicism. They try to make you think that it's different or that they different branches, but all of those branches are connected to the Catholic tree. Okay? They're all connected to the Catholic Church. But anyway, so they spun that web, you know, got the people, the natives, who they wanted their land, who they wanted their property, who they wanted their resources. The government would send them in, and they would finesse the people, right? Give all, give all them this medicine that's going to make them sick over time, get them dependent on Red Cross, get them dependent on, like, they helping them, the missionaries. And they basically, the missionaries are going back to the government telling these people what's their mentality, how long will it take us to get install the church and eventually get them to give over everything. And the next thing you know, we have them working for us and whatnot. That's what they do. That's exactly what they did. And, of course, these people are not going to buck up because you can't buck up against the people because they make sure they keep the white priest or the white father, the white father, the priest, they make sure to keep him around, right, just in case the um, the people start, the natives start getting restless and don't want to listen to these coon niggas that they pick to be the ministers and the reverends in the pulpit. So in case these niggas get hostile, these natives get hostile, and your people start getting out of line, what you tell them, Brother John, is that God is white, Remind them that God is white and God doesn't want them acting like this. Jesus doesn't want them acting like this either. Now go back to the flock, go back to the congregation and tell them that, Brother Nigger. I mean, Brother John. Okay. And Brother Nigger going to go back and tell them to keep the natives uh, keep the natives calm. So the nigger women could keep working in the fields and, and giving all that, that uh, field, their field resources to the damn white man. And, and 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 brother John could go out there and pick cotton or, or work the fields and grow food for for the priests and all them to eat, cook for them and everything. Pretty soon, you got a master slave relationship. You see, you got a master slave relationship, and they make sure they get your children early. They start them off at Sunday school, right? And they offer them nursery and whatnot while you in the fields working, right? The the Catholic priests or the reverends and the ministers, they are administering some doctrine, you know, mentally and physically to your goddamn children, especially your sons, if you know what I mean. They meant to, they they introduce them into a whole other doctrine. You see, and they tell them, don't tell your parents. Don't say nothing to your parents now. You see. And they basically installing that idea that white people should be listened to, that you're, you're lesser, you, you're cursed. You're cursed because you got dark skin. You're cursed and you got nappy, woolly hair. See, you're cursed, see, and you got to listen to me because I'm going to help you get into heaven. You know, but first let me play with your pee-pee. You see, that's what the Catholic priest going to tell them, or the Christian or the reverend or whoever else going to teach them to be a sodomite. You see? So... They, now they growing up thinking they've they been going to school, seminary school. Why do you think the churches was the first ones to set the school up? Catholic school. It was the churches that did that because that was meant to indoctrinate the people. 
especially the dark people, the bronze people, the copper color, and, you know, and the rest of you people, whoever they wanted the resources at. Because the Red Cross ain't going nowhere to help no goddamn body if it ain't some resources in it for them that the government send them there. Now your Arabs got what's called the Red Crescent. They go over there, too. They're they all missionaries. They're spies. Okay? So... Next thing you know, you in Sunday school, your daughter in Sunday school, you everybody going to church together, everybody getting programmed together. You're looking up at that big stained glass window of white Jesus, uh, uh, a.k.a. Jupiter Zeus, who praying on the damn rock. You know, he got the big stained glass window, and y'all sitting there, and y'all getting programmed every week. And the white, and, it's, and notice, you'll see the nigga up there preaching to you about following you know, that the white man is the, you know, they used to they be real raw that the white white people are God's chosen people, and we have to follow the white people and what they say. If we're going to be successful, they used to say shit like that, especially you goddamn West Indians, especially y'all. Y'all was some big coons. Y'all was big reverend coons. You see, we had our own country, our country, country boule African coon niggas here who was willing to push that bulls, bullshit to our people. But you niggas, you niggas in the West Indies and you ham eating niggas today, y'all, y'all, y'all really still got the spell on you. You see, this is where people like TD Fakes and them come from. You know, that's where they come from. And it was on the plantation too. Let me show you how they did it on the plantation. See, on the plantation. It would be maybe the white man who was the, uh, the the master of the plantation, his woman, maybe his children. He might have a few other relatives living in the house. And you have like 200 niggas, about 200 slaves on the goddamn plantation. And it's just maybe like four or five of them. And these niggas, and, and the white man might have an overseer, a couple of overseers that beat the niggas, right, and whip them and stuff like that in case they get out of hand. But you got to ask yourself, damn, it's like it's like 200 niggas on the plantation. And they let five white people dominate, five or six white people. That's under ten white people. Because how they had their little system, it would be like, okay, if these niggas act up in case of some rebellion, you know, we got to get to the, um, we got to get to the, um, the over, the, um, the, um, the um, slave catchers and the slave patrol. That's when they started the slave patrol for runaway slaves. Because a lot of the slaves would just run off the plantation when come back, they couldn't catch them. So what they did was. They got together all the slave plantation owners, and they, they put together a force, i.e. a police force, right, of Caucasian Irish males, right? Because at that time, Irish was considered garbage. The Irish were considered garbage. They were considered white trash. It was your English, a lot of them, right, who owned slaves. Your Jews, a lot of them, they owned slaves, right? They identified as Jewish, Caucasian, whatever. They owned slaves. They want to act like they didn't, but they did, Right? And your Irish was considered shit. They were considered white trash. Those were the people they hired to be the um, the um, the uh, um, the uh, slave patrol. This is why you got a lot of Irish police today here in New York, especially. Right? They gave them those jobs because the uh, the English Caucasians they didn't want those jobs or the white trash. They gave them those jobs and would pay their salaries. They would their job was to basically catch slick runaway slaves and bring them back. Okay. That was their job to catch the to go be after property, just like today in um, New York City, right? And, and which is one of the richest places in the world, and one of the richest cities. You know, the police uh, was not set up to protect people. You know that, right? The police are not really here to protect people. They're not. They was never set up on that principle. They were set up to protect property. 
from wealthy people because what would happen was what would happen is when you had wealthy people like your Rock, Rockefellers and all these other people who had millions of dollars, right? They had to hire Pinkerton guards, their own private police, because there was no police force at that time in the 1800s. It was just motherfuckers running around the street with guns. There was no police force in New York until the 1800s. Right? In a lot of these places, there was no police force. But these wealthy people, they was like, well, damn, if we could just hire, if we could hire somebody to protect us, those people could just flip on us and be like, oh, you know, somebody else could hire them to set us up. So there was no loyalty. And a lot of these wealthy people, they would have to have guns all the time to protect their family. So what they did was a lot of wealthy people got together, and they was like, we might as well just go ahead and create a police force that could protect our property because they owned everything, you see. And, you know, they really wasn't concerned about people, but then they figured we got to act like we're protecting the people too because, see, we don't want to keep paying for the police force. We're going to take from their taxes that we're going to force them to pay. So now the police force is, you know, we're taking taxes from the people who work for us, and we're going to put it into the police force paying them. And now we'll have to say that, oh, the police protect people too instead of just the property. You see? So what ends up happening is on the plantation, we're going to go back to the plantation. Ask yourself the question, how was it that these people got about 150 slaves? Because they used to always talk about how many slaves they got, and that you that's how you was rich by all the slaves. So they wanted a lot of slaves, right? George Washington had over three, 400 slaves, right, which was the Washita tribe, all right? But what they ended up doing was they was like, okay, let's just say it's like five white people on the plantation, the master, his wife, and his children. Let's say it's five to ten people there. Let's, at the height, it's say it's ten. Wasn't that many white people there. Let's say it's the overseer that helped them run the plantation. So you ask yourself, how was they able to maintain that plantation with all these niggas who slaves? With all these niggas that slaves getting their ass beat, the women getting raped, the children might get raped, the men might get Why would they be living in terror like this? Like it might be a plantation that's miles away. Why don't these people just go inside the house and kill everybody and then just leave or just stay there and whatnot? And anybody that comes up on the plantation, we're just going to fight with them. That's all. Why would they stay there and do that? Answer, because they had niggas helping them. They had niggas helping them. They had niggas helping them. <laughs> Treachery. Treason. Why would your own people help keep you in slavery, help keep you in bondage, help watch you getting your women raped, your children abused, your people sold off, men getting their feet chopped off, men getting their backs whipped like little boys? Why would your own black, so-called black people, your bronze people who are the same as you, why would they Why would they allow it? Why wouldn't they all, all get together and just kill these goddamn devils, put them to death for all the hell they put on you? Why wouldn't you do that? Surely that's justice. That's pure judgment. They got to go for that. They selling your children. They raping your women. They degrading you. And y'all putting up with this. Niggas helped. This is where they get the whole thing of the field nigga and the house nigga. See, because the field niggas was down to go in the house and kill everybody. The house niggas, yeah, yeah, see, we with you. Yeah, but we can't do that. First they try to convince you. No, we can't do that because we, we God-fearing people. Remember I told you they put God and Jesus on the niggas? 
We can't kill these white people because, you know, God, it would be good in the sight of God. Now, they're beating your ass and raping your women. You just forgot all about that. That's okay for them to do that to you and sell your children and degrade your family. That's okay. But but if you go and take revenge like they would do on you and kill them, oh, there's something wrong with you. How? Why are you talking like that? You got niggas to this day who still talk like that. So... Them niggas in the house, them house niggas who get an extra piece of chicken, they get an extra couple of biscuits, they get to have sex with their wife a little more, and the, the master may not rape their women. Or hell, if he raped them, he raped them earlier, and he just gave them to him because he got tired of raping them. So, you know, because probably half, like one or two of the children that the nigga woman got, she, they mulattoes, and that's the master's children. And now the man, he gonna hand the nigga woman over that he, she done had her legs open for the master, and you could get now you could have her. See, that's how he appeased his niggas, his house niggas. He kept them. He 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 made it seem like oh, you see, we gotta work against any rebellion. Cause see, y'all live good here. See, and you live good here, and you God fearing people. And you know, I might even educate a few of you maybe down the line or whatever. He ain't let them niggas read neither, but he like gave them like clothes the way his old hand me down clothes and the old scraps of food that these niggas made and grew. Yeah, you could have the, they get they this show you the white man's a goddamn devil. Here it is. These niggas grew the food. They take care of the animal, but they're going to tell you you got to eat the worst part of the animal, the pig and everything else. And you can't have no chickens. You got to steal chickens that your ass raised. You got to steal cows. Cows, if you wanted some chicken or some beef, you got to steal the animals that you raised. You got to steal the fucking food that you raised for these goddamn animals on your land. They take hold of you like that. Yet y'all just sit there and allow it to happen. And you had niggas that was hot. They was on fire. They wanted to go in that house and just kill everybody like they should have. But you had them house niggas that was protecting the white man. Them niggas that kept on, the white man kept on telling them, someday you're going to be free. Someday you're going to have your heaven. Someday for you protecting me. You know, God's going to show favor to you for keeping them niggas that want to go. What do you call them niggas? They're keeping these black niggas, devils, who want to take over the plantation and want to be free because it's a, you a devil and you a nigger and you, you filthy if you want to be free. Because your people are cursed, see? This is the game they ran. And the niggas was like, you're right, master. You right. It's right, I'm right. So he so if you hear anything about any uprisings or anybody wanting to escape, anybody wanna come in here and harm us, you tell us right away. Oh, we sure will, master. We sure will. And that's what these niggas did. That's why a lot of slave rebellions got put down because these niggas. Because these fucking monkey-ass niggas. And you know who they descendants are today? The same fucking niggas that's telling you to get the jab. The same fucking niggas that, like, spook Lee and them who trying to get mo- mo- money to make movies where they basically pushing black people as homosexuals and lesbians and LGBT. Basically the same cardboard cut-out niggas who they let go to school and get an education and the white man. Boulay niggas. Boulay. Boulay niggas, boule coons. See, because the beast always gonna create a boule coon buffer class. He'll 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 get some liberated black females who was once who was once plantation bedwinches and mammies. And, no, well they was plantation bedwinches, and they and you know he could use them to manipulate. You know those the, the nigger women that the white man was screwing, putting babies in them, and basically using them as harlots and sluts. Right? And, and giving them to the black man, he would use them to spy on the black men. Yeah, go around them bucks and see what they're talking about. Because whenever the white man would see on the plantation the bronze men standing together, they get scared what they planted. Go over there. Or they would send the children over. 
You see, why you think older people say to young children, they see them hanging around, get out grown folks' business. You know where that came from? You ever heard them say that when a child would come around grown people, older people, and they say, what you doing up around us? Get out grown folks' business. That come from slavery because they knew the slaves after, because the slaves, whenever they would try to uprise, do something, the master would come down, beat the shit out of everybody, sell everybody. And they'd be like, oh, you wanted to do this, that, and the third, you wanted to uprise, do this. And they'd be like, how the hell they know? Then they start figuring out with the children. Because what the white man would do is give them candy and tell them, if you tell me what they're doing, I'm going to give you candy. You can, you can be around me, and we can, you can play. You ain't got to pick cotton today. They do all kinds of little tricks. And the children would go and tell on all of them. They said they're going to escape. They said they're going to come and kill you. And they'd tell them everything and warn them. So they was always using niggas against niggas, you see. That's what that whole thing is. Yeah, stay up out of grown folks. Fit. What you all looking in my mouth for talking? Because children are naturally inquisitive. They want to know what's going on. They naturally nosy. So if he couldn't send, he would send, he would either send, the, if he couldn't send the, uh, the black males over the buck dancing coons, if he couldn't send over people like Michael Eric Dyson, Spike Lee, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, W. Coon Marbell. Coonmar Johnson, you know, all them niggas, yeah, we're going to get the white man, yeah, the fucking white man, we're going to get him, he'd be the loudest nigga, we're going to get these white motherfuckers, and then he go right back to, yeah, you know, they plan to do this, that, and the third, they're going to escape, they're going to come in, that's what they did, that's what Coonmar and them do right now, Afruka, see, the same niggas is still here on the earth, the same buck dancing, ass kissing, sellout coons are still on the earth today. You see, because the white man is their God, see, because they never got that idea out of their mind who God is and who God look like and how they should be serving God. See, in their mind, the white man is always going to be God. Trying to explain Amen to them is like trying to explain how to read and write to a fucking dog. It's not going to happen. Them niggas, the white man is God. You know, because the white man had hundreds and hundreds of years of programming, steady programming, because if you keep pushing a program steadily for years and years and years through the education system, through the religious system, through the governmental system, if you keep pushing the same program of so-called white supremacy, because that's all the belief in God and the devil is, that's nothing but the belief in white supremacy, Okay. The belief in God and devil that you niggas doing the church in your stained glass windows with white Jesus, that's white supremacy right there. That's the worship of white supremacy. Your niggas' belief in God that the white man put in your brain is the, uh, is the belief in white supremacy. Because I guarantee you, if the white people showed up in church and they getting ready to do their Sunday morning prayer and they came in there and they saw in the stained glass that Jesus was a bronze man with an afro, and that God was sitting in the in the heavens and on a big stained glass talking to bronze people, they'd get the fuck up and walk out. And they curse out the reverend. What the fuck is this reverend? They they lose their religion. Not that they had none in the first place. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? What's going on here? I don't want my children to see that. Why you got that up there? But I don't think it mattered because you gotta. Now you know that's to be true because. There's always been debate over what color Jesus was. You, you stupid-ass Israelites still going back and forth with the uh, white man about, what color is Christ? See, what color is Christ? You niggas love to do that, what color is Christ bullshit, right? You niggas love to go back and forth with white people as as if that's going to matter if they tell you Jesus is black or white. It doesn't matter if Jesus is black or white anymore because the mentality of Jesus comes from Caucasian people. I love everybody. We're Jesus. Accept everybody. 
You could be a degenerate. You could be all that because that's their teaching. So you could put Jesus in a black face, a white face, a Chinese face. It don't matter. The doctrine and what they teach about Jesus, which is Greco-Roman, is still the same. The doctrine they teach about God is still the same. Okay, so you niggas, like I told you, Israelites, you niggas could put Jesus in blackface all you want. It don't matter. Jesus got to come to an end. Christ got to come to an end. God got to come to the end in the minds of our people, the intelligent ones of our people. The rest of you, people that want to still believe in God and Jesus, go ahead, have, have at it. The white race, all of y'all can believe in all y'all want in these last days because it ain't going to matter anyway. All that shit is melting away. You see, like in the Wizard of Oz, all that bullshit is melting away. And the real things are showing themselves to stand up for what they are. And that's Amen today, Amen Ray tomorrow, continuously Amen going forward, Amen in the future, continuously Amen never went nowhere. What the beast did was he concealed Amen. He concealed Amen right in plain sight. You see? So after a while, when the beast cultivated his coon class of niggas, you know his his boule coons who who want to go to the blacks the black the black uh uh, uh the HBCU who want to go get educated who love their degrees they get from the white man where he basically telling you you know I approve of you niggas I approve of what you've learned from me I approve of you you are accomplished people and you know y'all niggas get all open when the white man because in your mind he's still God you've been getting programmed. That he's God and that he, whatever he say, you should listen to him because he's the smartest. That's, see, when you make God a white man and you have this mindset of a higher power and they're showing you the image of this higher power, first they tell you the higher power is a spirit. Remember I told you, watch out when they tell you the spirit is a, the spirit is a ghost or a spirit. That means the spirit is white. That's a Caucasian they're telling you about. All right? So they get you all open off of that spiritualized, watered, that spiritualized, watered-down version of Amen, because that's all God is. God is nothing but a spiritualized, fagged-out, watered-down version of Amen. See, Christ, Jesus, is nothing but a spiritual, fagged-out, watered-down version of Amen Ray. Without the law, without the order, without the structure, without the real people in power, that's us. You see, he just flipped it around on you and gave it back to you, watered down. And you niggas been getting high off it ever since. He done cut the coke. He done cut the snow. He done cut the snow, the coke. He done cut the heroin and gave it to you niggas weaker. And y'all niggas been getting high off that same dumb drug since he since he introduced it to you. And you niggas still get high off it. You old coons still get high off that drug, that Jesus drug, off his Greco-Roman Jesus, off his Greco-Roman God. So much so that the white man got, what does he do when you niggas go into into college? He lets you get into his Greek black fraternity. Don't he 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 push the um, Greco-Roman fraternity system to the niggas and the the, the females? The Greek and sorority, um, um, the uh, fraternity and sorority system? That's Greco-Roman. Hmm. Greco-Roman. Um, the same gods in which Jesus come from, which Jesus really come from, they give you a Greco-Roman. Y'all niggas calling yourself Black Greeks. Black Greeks. And when you tell these niggas what the Greeks are known for, sodomy, you know, degeneracy, pedophilia, you would think these niggas would say, well, I ain't from fuck that shit. 
I'm going to go down with Egypt. I'm going to set up an ancient comedic fraternity, like what Dr. York tried to do when he was, and I and I suggested it to him when he when he, when he was down south. I tried to suggest they do it for, uh, um, well, I was like, what the fuck are these niggas with this Greek, black Greek shit for? Why don't they do an ancient comedic fraternity and use ancient comedic? That would be more toward us, because I didn't know nothing about the mezzo at that time. I said, why don't they do that? And we tried to push that on the campus. And of course, these coons, you know, you can't teach an old, an old coon new tricks. You can't teach an old coon new knowledge because these niggas was young and they still had that old coon mentality because they've been getting jumped in for real and they little fraternal and they little fraternity uh, 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 um, setups when they going through their little initiation rites. Like the women, the look, notice all the degrading shit when you in the fraternity they make you do. Your sorority sisters have you doing all kind of stupid shit. They have you basically doing grunt work, and they basically got you carrying shit, humiliating you, a.k.a. part of the humiliation ritual, which you niggas go through in Hollywood and corporate America. That's how you know it's from the white man, because whenever they got you to degrade yourself, humiliate yourself, dress like females, you know, have men wear pink, have men kiss you in the face, have men call you niggas, all that humiliation is from the white man, because they always trying to humiliate you niggas because they hate the fact that you are the natural force and power in the world and that you're so much greater than them. So they feel as though you niggas are not humble enough. See, nature didn't make us to be humble. When I say nature, I mean the almond through that system of projection didn't make us to be humble. We were made to be supreme. We were made to be supreme. And the beast knows that we are supreme, so this is why they really hate you. I told you before, you don't hate down, you hate up. They don't hate down, they hate up. When they see you, they hate you because they want to be you. Look how they made themselves Americans in this country. We know damn well white people are not Americans. They can never be Americans. Asians are not Americans in this country. They can never be Americans. Whoever comes from here, all they can ever be is immigrants. They can only be immigrants. That's like right now, I can't be Italian even if I went to live in Italy. I can't be German if I went to go live in Germany. I can't be French or Russian if I went to go live in France or Russia. I can't be Chinese if I went to go live in China. I'd just be a nigga living in China. And that's how they're going to treat me. But how is it that they could fucking come over here to America and these gooks can get, get, um, get set up and get a goddamn car and they're American citizens? Really? You know why they do that? Because, see, the white man done confiscated our American title on nationality. They have confiscated it. They've confiscated our American heritage and turned it into his bullshit American history. They confiscated our American heritage, our ancient American heritage, the Olmecs, the Aztec, the Inca, the Mayan, the Toltec. These are bronze people, falsely who y'all would call black today. Again, I told you even that black terminology comes from the white man because that was a way of them telling us that, see, we cursed people because our skin is dark and our hair is woolly. And if you're telling a bunch of people who don't have knowledge of who they truly are as that supreme race of people, that almond race, then, of course, they're going to believe that. Of course their children are going to grow up believing that. Of course when they go in the this, in this school and they see a white motherfucker standing up in front of them teaching them, they bullshit American history, and they're going to believe that because ain't nobody else doing nothing to combat that or teach them anything else. What else are they going to believe? What else are they going to accept as reality? What else are they going to accept? 
They're going to accept what that goddamn beast is telling them. They're going to sit up there and hear this liar because they, they get these people up there and give them tenure in schools to come here in your school and these black schools, like just like how they did the missionaries. There's the missionaries, a.k.a. the Red Cross. They would always go with the religion. With the schooling, they're going to teach your children how to read and write now, and they're going to give you. They're going to teach you how to read and write. They're going to teach you how to believe in God and how you should believe in God. And what God looks like, they're going to teach you all that. Because how first you start saying God is a spiritual, spiritual being, but yet you show me and that nobody knows how God looks. This is what they say. But meanwhile, they got the face of white Jesus in front of you. Why are you showing me the picture of Jesus if you just told me nobody know how Jesus looked? But yet you say that the description of Jesus is in the Book of Revelation. Now that description is clearly a description of a bronze man. That is not the Jesus that's spoken of in the in the out throughout the Bible. But now they notice they know the description of of the of the Messiah, the real Messiah, the living Messiah, is a bronze man in the book of Revelation the last day. So why is Jesus still white? Why is Christ still a white man? Answer because they're not going to give that up. They know that's their control tool, that's their control mechanism that they've been using for over the world for the last two, three hundred years, even longer. They learned that if they get these people who are who acknowledge a higher power, if I can get these people who acknowledge the reality of a higher power beyond man to acknowledge me as a connection or a or a or offshoot of that higher power, then I could rule the world. I could rule the world through it, through their beliefs through their ideologies, and then, of course, I'll control their education system. I'll teach them to read and write and say what I want them to say, and I'll give them rewards called degrees and tell them that they're good boys and good girls for doing what I tell you, repeating after me and saying what I want you to say, and telling them they're educated when they don't know shit. They don't know shit because I guarantee you if I had a discussion about history, with a real American history, really, which is heritage of our people. A lot of these so-called educated Negroes would be lost in the sauce. Where you getting this from? You making this up. Where, where, you, make, where you getting this from? Nigga, it's in books. You know the same books you read, the, the Slippian and Spout, those, that bullshit? It's in the same book. See, the white man, you got books that's lies, and you got books that's dealing with the truth. And you got books full of lies and books dealing with the truth. Now, how you distinguish what is the lie and what is the truth, you distinguish it by what makes sense. See, the books on our heritage and the, and the original Americans being bronze people before slavery, before the white man, before the mongoloids came here, that we were the first people here, that makes sense. That makes a hell of a lot of sense because you can see in their drawings and their carvings and their wall images because you know niggas, wherever niggas is at, they're going to leave pictures of themselves. Niggas are, niggas, niggas are the most vainest people on the planet. If we ain't nothing, we're the most vain people on the planet. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Niggas the most vain people on the planet. You see who got all the pictures on Facebook. We got every picture. We stay up uh, 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 picture section. We stay in our, our daily events, that section. We show up. Niggas love taking pictures. That was the same way niggas was back then. That's why you seen all the wall carvings and all them, because they didn't have cameras back then. You seen all the wall carvings. Niggas had, had their images carved. They was, all they was doing was carving images of themselves as those original people. But the white man don't show you none of that, because then that would destroy his programming over you. That programming that keeps him ruling over you, that keeps you looking up to him, that keeps you sending your children to be educated, a.k.a. brain-stained by them. You see, they don't want that to be broken. They don't want that program to be broken, even to this day. 
They don't even like this these type of messages going out. That's why stuff like this don't last on YouTube. You see? That's why stuff like they don't want us to even we supposed to be free, but minute we say stuff like this, oh that guy, you know, he's dangerous. This guy's hating. He's teaching hate speech. We got to tell him, we gotta shut that down. He can't we can't have him talk. Why? Why? I thought we was free. What happened to your first right amendment to, you know, speak, you know, freedom of speech? What happened to that? As long as you're not harming anybody, as long as you're not threatening nobody, you're not threatening nobody's life, you're supposed to be able to say what you want to say. As long as you're not antagonizing, harming, or threatening anybody's life, then you should be able to say what you want to say. Ain't that what they say? So then why are they telling you, oh, you, how you fucking niggas go tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to be in trouble if I say this about Jewish people or anybody else. What the fuck are you talking about? Ain't they people like everybody else? Who are they not to be spoken about if they did something wrong? You niggas got to tap dance around. Oh, that's right, because they tell you if you say anything about them, they're going to take your money. So now they got you controlled. They got you controlled religiously. They got you controlled educationally, and they got you controlled financially. That's the control. We'll be right back. We're going to get more into this control.
the Michael Eric dickhead. He's sitting up here telling you, oh, you know, you black chocolate sisters, you the you see, y'all hating you black men haters because the chocolate sisters, they they the beautiful chocolate sisters, and the, and the, and this nigga married to a goddamn uh, a goddamn wetback. He ran to a spick who looked like damn Michael Jackson, like a female Michael Jackson. This is who Michael Eric Dyson is married to. He ain't even married to a sister. That he telling us we hating on the sisters. That's why they get with white men. This nigga trying to coon explain why these nigga women, these black nigga females, is getting with the caveman. They trying to coon explain. This nigga Michael Eric Dyson trying to coon explain why the liberated nigga woman is getting with the cave beast. Cause they two, they two, they two, they stay two of the same shoe. They they match together. The liberated nigga woman who thinks she educated by the white man. Who've been lying to you from day one that your hair is nappy, so you should get a perm. You need a perm. See, I don't want to see your nappy nigga hair. You see, I, you you got to get a wig. Now you see with how they do you bronze women and you so called black women when you when you on the new when you on the news at night you might have natural hair and stuff like this. This sister that was up there, Charlotte Shade Better Winwa, Shade Better Winwa, she was on ABC News. She pretty sister. She was, um, you could tell she's American. You know, her people's American. They probably was in Africa, but they don't look like the Africans, the tribal Africans. She looked like our people. She had her hair natural. She's doing her hair natural and stuff like that. She had some natural stuff. Oh, shit, they relaxing their hair policy. The beast allowing you, the bronze women, the nigger women to wear their hair, their natural hair. <sighs> Pretty soon, I guess she went and got too ethnic with it. You know, that's how the white men say, you're looking a little bit too ethnic. So, yeah, they better win one spot, but in them wigs, again, them funky divestment wigs, so she had to keep her job. I'm surprised they let Whoopi Coonberg wear her damn dreads, and when I, even though the dread hairstyle ain't really a, it's not really now considered a quote-unquote black hairstyle, because you got white dreads. You got damn uh, 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 white dreads. You got Asian dreads. So all that, like I said, oh, you got, you, that, that ain't even the so-called black hairstyle no more. That's you niggas just trying to hide your natural woolly hair. So they, so they, so they dreads is now everybody can wear dreads. That's why you niggas was listening to Bob Marley, that goddamn great Bob Marley talking about one love, one love. Y'all was listening to Bob Marley, he a damn great, born of a cave beast and a liberated black bed, black bed wench. Bob Marley, you see, damn white man with dreads. And you niggas, y'all wanted to mix your seat. A lot of you dreads, you niggas are coons. You niggas are first-class coons. A lot of you dreads, you black dreads, you niggas are first-class coons. Everybody your brother, everybody your sister, everything is one love, everybody brother and sister. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, they plotting to get rid of your black asses. You see, they ain't trying to hear none of that jaw shit. That jaw shit is only good when they want to, they want to smoke weed with you niggas. That's when John's good when they want they just want to get some weed to smoke. Oh, I like that. I like that. Should I send it to Amandea? The both of them. But anyway, that's when it's only good. John's only good as long as you niggas still talking about Christ. And you niggas from what I check, y'all niggas still talking about Christ. You niggas still love Christ. You see, you niggas still believe in white Jesus. White God. White women. That white cocaine you coons was selling to your own people. 
You fucking niggas were selling drugs to your own people, and y'all impoverished. Y'all, then y'all got the drug money, and what you niggas did? You niggas went and bought homes in England. You got white women, a lot of you niggas. You know, that, that's, that's, that's so much for you, you, for you fucking dreads, man. So, so much for you niggas. You see, you, you, you love the beast. You love the beast, man. You see, you niggas want to just sit around, read the Bible, the King James Bible, and smoke weed all goddamn day. That's what a lot of you niggas want to do. You see, you niggas don't want to be in charge of Jamaica. You niggas been living on that island forever. You niggas, the island Jamaica is our island. That's American territory. That's our island. You see, you West Coconut Heads, you niggas who talk that Yankee shit, calling bronze people born here in North America Yankee, you niggas Yankees too. Jamaica ain't nothing but an extension of America. All them islands, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, all them places, Panama, is all American territory. All the, the Mesoamericans, our people was living on those islands, living in those places. Haiti, all that. I don't give a shit who took it as a colony. France, Britain, it don't matter. It's still an American territory. And you niggas got the nerve to sit up here and talk about, oh, you know, because uh, a lot of you West Indian niggas, y'all was the ones up there. A lot of you old coconut heads was up there talking about, oh, you see, we came here to serve the white man. I told you my experience with an old coon, an old Jamaican coon, who sat up here and told me that our job as black people is to serve white people. This old Jamaican coon said that to me. And I, I'm, I almost lost it on this nigga. I almost lost it on this curious George-looking nigga. He gonna tell me our job as black people is to serve white people, and that nigga was animated by it. I thought he was joking, and he was serious. So you imagine he got educated with a group of other uh, other class of coons, and this nigga was talking all that shit that he wasn't even know. He was just a regular security guard like me, and I'm like, wow, what a sambo, what a fucking coon. You, they, they, the white man did a good job on you. The white man did a good job on you. You a good goddamn coon. You a good nigga. Because he was ready to fight me about the nigga was ready to get into a fight with me about it. I was like, you here to serve the white man, not me. I serve a higher authority, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he, he was calling me all kinds. This nigga got belligerent with me. Because first I was, I thought he was joking. He got belligerent with me. But my point in saying that is when you see it firsthand, and it, hell, it used to be a time when all these older niggas, y'all, y'all know all them older niggas in their fifties and sixties. I'm not, I'm not even their fifties. I'm talking about let's let's go back to the fifties, the forties, the sixties. If you tell them old niggas who was born in the forties, them old niggas that was born in the thirties, going back, them old niggas that was born in the in some even the fifties and the early sixties. You tell these old niggas that God is a black man or God, they look at you, like, God is white. They'll start arguing. Remember that Malcolm X movie? God ain't black. God is white. Who taught them that? Who taught them God is a white man? God is white. And we got to worship God. We got to go to church and get prayed up to white God and white Jesus. Hell, you coons today, you young coons, you young rappers, you tattoo white Jesus all over your body. Right along with George Washington, two devils. You see? So who taught you that? Who taught you that? The white man taught you that, and he used the black reverend, the old, the old, the old, the old, the old fool. They used the old preacher, the old Stephen nigga from the jungle. They used him as the reverend. 
Stephen was the reverend. And Stephen was in charge of beating you. You know, you know, if you ain't listening and, and, and believe in God, because that's how, notice, that's how, that's how Nat Turner got started. Nat Turner got started. You know, preaching because the white man's like, oh, this would be a good idea for Nat to keep these dubbing niggas in line, make sure they work and do what they told, and don't get mad when we rape your women. Don't get mad and don't get manly on us. Don't buck up on us when we rape your women because your women is our property. If we want to rape your children, that's fine too. Don't get mad because they belong to them. We want to rape you, nigga. Don't get mad. Say, well, they really, this is their good Christian fucking values. This is their good Christian white fucking values that you niggas want to follow. You niggas are disgusting. I can expect the white man to do that because it's benefiting him. You're going to do what benefits you. So I'm not even mad at the white man for doing that because, you know, naturally, that's the only natural thing he do. That's all an animal can naturally do is survive, and they're going to figure out the best way they can survive. And they use manipulation, mind control, and they got together. They got on code, and they worked this shit together collectively for the last three to 400 years, and it worked. So the people who were once considered supreme people considered themselves supreme in the image of Amun now worship the image of the beast. You now worship the image of the beast. You'll sell each other out for money. You'll stab each other in the back. We still got a bunch of fucking coons that's willing to do that. They'll listen to all of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, you better not let the white man hear you saying I'm letting everybody hear it. Everybody, because we're in the time of revelation. We're in the time of illumination. We're in the time of everything being transparent being revealed so again this ain't being hidden this ain't being hidden you niggas and your treachery is not going to be hidden your treason you liberated black bitches and you beta male black ass sent males you punk ass niggas that was put this pushing this program to our people you're going to pay for this shit you niggas going to pay Right along with your slave masters, because judgment is coming to everybody. Nobody's going to be absent of judgment. Not me, not you, nobody. But see, I answer to Amen, just like y'all going to learn the power of Amen very soon. You're going to learn the power of Amen. If you don't know Amen by now, you're going to know Amen. You're going to truly know who you were saying amen to at the end of your fucking prayers. You're going to learn. You, the beast, these dragons, the gooks, the, the crackers, you niggas, all going to learn the power of Amen, the true Lord. The true Lord. You see? Y'all going to learn by fire. You going to learn by judgment. You going to learn by trying to push your wicked ass ways out into the world to deceive the Lord's true chosen people, the Lord's true chosen people, Amen's true chosen people, the Amen race. You're going to pay for deceiving Amen's true chosen people. See, because by y'all people doing that, you held back judgment. You held back revelation. You held back evolution on this planet. And that shit will not stand any longer. That will not stand any longer. We, we can't go back to worshiping white Jesus and white people and white anything. No more. No more. Them days are over. For the real people, for the rest of you niggas who were in that time zone and you still were like, why are you talking like this? We ain't even talking to you. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
and how everything transpired. I told y'all that. So you can clearly see how our people went into bondage, went into slavery, how we don't think much of each other, how we don't think they use the God angle. They use the God angle because, trust me, these are not godly people. They're not godly people. If they were godly people, they could not be okay with the way they treated your people. If these were righteous and godly people, they would not be okay with the way they did your people. Okay? They wouldn't be okay with it. And like I said, they could all say, we ain't racist. We don't think that way. Let me tell you something. When it comes down to survival, right, and people living and whatnot, you're going to see all people are racist. All people are racist. They want to play that I'm not racist. We all human bullshit. Bullshit. When white people see you so-called black people, the people who they refer to as black people, they see you as a natural threat. They see you as a natural threat to their stance, to their status in the society. See, because they know that being white in America, because they have white people in charge of everything from the court system to the police system to the political system to the judiciary system to the religious system to the corporate American corporate system everything Caucasian people are in charge of and they give you niggas little throwaway nigger jobs just to act like just so just so they don't make it seem so obvious but you already know who's in charge who runs shit the very people who you can't talk about run shit the very people who you're going to get told if you say anything about them you're anti-semitic those are the people that run shit and ain't nothing wrong with it. I don't know why they so why they ashamed of it. Why they hiding it? Oh, that's right. Because and 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 they use you white people as shields and you niggas too. But I guess if you say that, then you know you can't look like you're oppressed people. Oppressed people don't run shit. And y'all been saying y'all been oppressed all this time, but y'all don't seem oppressed to me. I don't sound like no oppression to me. Maybe that's just a load of bullshit y'all tell the world just so that you can think that, you know, get the world to feel sorry for you. Y'all ain't in poverty. Y'all ain't nowhere fucking hungry. Y'all got a community. Y'all got communities to take care of y'all. And you know what? That's a good thing. I don't know why you're ashamed of it. I don't know why y'all hide that. That's a good thing. That's what we want as mentalists. We want our own community, what we could do for of and by each other. Take care of our women, take care of our children. You know the things y'all do? Control the destiny of our own children and what they want to be in the world and not have to answer to y'all for shit? That's what we want. We all want to live. We all want our children to live better lives. So for you to try to deprive people of that, try to control people's lives, Trying to tell people, limit people in their motion and movement because you're afraid that these people might overtake you. Yeah, everybody's racist because you have to be racist to survive. You see, Lisa, I admit it. I'm a human racist. I'm a human racist. I'm racist against the entire human race and you subhuman niggas, man, who follow the beast. You niggas who believe in and follow the beast. You the same niggas. You educated niggas. You Spike Lee ass. You Spook Lee niggas. You 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 Tyler Perry niggas, you P Diddy niggas, you Will Smith niggas, and the list goes on. I, I can't keep going. They need a bunch of boule coons to keep their system of white supremacy in order. They can't do it alone. 
just like they couldn't work the fucking plantation alone. They couldn't work the land alone. They can't build alone. They can't do shit alone. They need you niggas to help. They need you niggas to teach them how you niggas taught them. You taught them how to farm. You taught them how to fish. You taught them how to build. They didn't know how to do shit. White people didn't know how to do shit, but see what white people do. Once they learn something, they teach each other, and they and they next thing you know, they make sure that they they miseducate you. They make sure they they because they they'll say it too quick to tell you knowledge is power. You see, knowledge is power. You see, they tell you that. You see. And they use that knowledge to empower themselves against you. You see, that's reality. You niggas, you want to go and get educated by them. You want to go get educated by them. And all they do is educate themselves. Let me tell you why they got a social system. Let me tell you why they had those groups like the North, the um, the um, that, the Earth, the National Advancement for the Colored for Colored People, which wasn't even started by you niggas. The NAACP, the National Urban League, all these groups were started by Caucasian Jews and put you niggas out in the forefront. That's what they did. That's what they did. They put you niggas in the forefront. While they controlled all of that shit and put you niggas, and then eventually they, they would always, they were the president. How that's like me going and being the president. That's like me going and being the president of the Jewish Defense League. That's like me being the, the, the president of the Benai Brits. You see, you, y'all, you Jews, being the heads of being the heads of the NAACP, the Urban League, and a lot of other Black Black Lives Matter, and a lot of other shit that y'all put on put blackface in front of, is like me going and trying to be the head of the Benai Brith or, the, or, or any of these Jewish groups. They look at me like, nigga, get out of here. And you would be right to say so. But unfortunately, you niggas don't tell them to get out of here. You don't tell them to beat it. That's why they create all these social groups or these social clubs, just to see what you niggas thinking, to see what's on you niggas' minds. That's why they do that. And you coons are always happy to oblige, just like you niggas did on the plantation. You couldn't wait to tell Whitey what was going on. You couldn't wait to tell Amasa. Because, you know, he did that. He did that. He, he, you know? Because, you know, because they know. Cause they know you did that damn pulpit, that that pulpit therapy. You know the pulpit therapy, just like it's like the prison therapy. Pulpit therapy and prison therapy is the same. You know they basically tell you niggas anything, and it usually the story usually goes: the white man is God, he's the Lord and Savior, and you niggas need to be on your knees praying to the caveman, like you niggas that you black females need to part your legs open for them, cause they got all the knowledge and they got the degrees for you. They got your good nigga, your good nigga, uh, your good nigga uh, 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 repeat paper to keep them in charge and keep them in control. Because no matter how far they elevate you up the ladder, nigga, you always gonna be under them. I don't care how much money they give you, how much they claim you worth. All that's bullshit. That's bullshit. It's all about them being in charge, them being in power, and keeping power. And I hear that. I, I understand that. And you know why I understand that? Because you niggas are out of your minds. Because you niggas are out of your minds. You, when I say you niggas are out of your mind, you niggas are out of your mind for believing that you black. You out of your mind for believing that you came over on some fucking slave ships. You niggas are out of your mind for believing that bullshit from Alex Haley. You niggas are out of your mind for um, following Martin Luther for coon. You neck fucking coon, old coon. 
who got what he deserved, you niggas, when Malcolm X ran off the, ran out of the nation of Islam, and he got his cat popped for going to the beast and selling out Elijah Muhammad, all you niggas is out of your mind. See, because all you fucking coons have sold out, even you, Bill Cosby, much as I stuck up for you, nigga, you still got what you deserved. Because you thought you had white friends. You see, you niggas said, you said, them were good white people. You thought you had white friends, nigga. And they showed you that you don't whoopie Coonberg. She thought she was, she thought, look at her, perfect example. She said something about the Jewish people not being a real race. Now, what you doing going telling the truth, whoopie? Remember I said I got her black ass about that? She thought she was one of them because her name is Goldberg. Because she laid down with one of them and had a damn gray, a gray daughter. Her gray daughter looked just like Whoopi. But with, with, uh, imagine a gray-looking Whoopi. You know? Imagine a gray-looking Whoopi. You see, imagine a gray-looking Whoopi Coonberg. You see, who stood up for Ted Danson when he was calling her all kind of niggas and having watermelon and blackface on. And you faggot-ass niggas in there who was in there, y'all didn't punch Ted Danson in his fucking face. You didn't punch him in his fucking face for that because he disrespected all you niggas in there. You niggas getting upset and walking out. One of you robuck niggas should have walked up in there and punched Ted, Ted, knocked the shit out of Ted Danson. Who the fuck you think you talking to? He disrespected all of y'all. And, and, and the fact that he was able to do that in front of you so-called black men and none of you fucking niggas checked him, that says a lot about you bitch-ass niggas, man. You still talking about what Whoopi Goldberg did. She, she an ignorant, liberated black bitch. Of course she's supposed to go along with the, what the white man say. That's her fucking, fucking counterpart. I told you, the liberated, the liberated black female and the racist white man, they, they counterparts. He liberated her. He liberated her black ass on the plantation when he was raping her. He was liberating her. Putting babies in her, putting diseases on her. He was liberating her then. See, you ain't got to be with them niggas over here. You could be in the house with me, down in the bedroom, in the other bedroom. When I don't want to lay with my woman, I could be down there with your black ass. You see, that's when he, that was, that was her, he was giving her the Diana Ross treatment. They was getting the Diana Ross treatment, the Donna Summers treatment. You know, the Candace Owens treatment. That mouse face looking black bitch. They was getting that treatment. And you so-called black men, you allowed that shit to happen. You niggas let that happen. You niggas set up in there, uh, and you with your fucking tuxedos on, and ain't none of you niggas except the head dancing. You didn't check this fucking cracker for disrespecting y'all? You didn't threaten to knock his fucking Frankenstein head off his shoulders for doing that to y'all? Because he disrespected everybody. He basically said y'all all a bunch of black bitches. I could just do that and insult you. But let him let, let you go up in an all white thing and insult his Irish people. I bet you Ted Danson would have been up in you niggas' face. He would have been at you niggas. But see, that's because when he he white people was getting programmed too. White people was sitting up here believing that they God too. The white man believed he God. He made he believed he made the image of God and that God is white. Ted Danson believed God is white because if he didn't believe God is white and you niggas are cursed and you niggas are dumb and slow, he would have never did that if he had respect for you. Nobody has respect for you so-called black men because you motherfuckers ain't stand up, man. You didn't stand up in the image of the true and living power. That power is almond. You niggas always stand up in the image of the beast and then wonder why you get the results you get. You stand up in the image of the white man. You talk about how many fucking degrees you got. You niggas are sickening. You 
to you nigger, you liberated black bitches with your perms on your head, trying to like white women, but then you want to sit up here and talk about you, you, you a cis star, but you got a fucking perm on your head. You don't even like your own natural hair. You don't even like your own natural hair. Oh, my hair is, my hair ain't long enough, my hair ain't, um, whatever. No. See, all that, all that has to, all that coon behavior has to go. There's too many damn coons. There's too many sambos. The world is full of a bunch of black-ass coon sambos. And they're the ones that were used as a tool to put us permanently under the white man. And Well, that permanent status is about to come to an end. It's coming to an end. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out. How, how and why was the was the beast able to uh, rule over so-called black people? Which basically, from what I just said, they started with the angle of God, the higher power, because we acknowledge the higher power. And, hell, you niggas started getting cooned out in ancient Mesoamerica. Some of y'all at the end, a lot of you old niggas started getting cooned out in Mesoamerica at the end because when the white men came, the white Spaniards came and offered them damn ships, you always up there talking about, oh, that's God. They're gods. We saw white gods. They ain't no goddamn gods. They dogs. They gods spelled backwards. Okay? That's what they are. And you want to worship the image of a dog, a beast, a god. That's why we stopped calling ourselves gods, because God spelled backwards as dog, and dog spelled backwards as God. Why y'all want to worship the image of the beast? Because you, you niggas want to be God. The black woman want to be a God. Everybody want to be a fucking God. But like I said, God spelled backwards as dog. So it, no, it follows out that you black females who believe in God, y'all are like a bunch of black bitches. Because what is a female dog? A, what, is a, uh, what, is a, what is a dog? A dog is a female uh, uh, as a female. A female dog is a bitch. So you nigger women who in the church that believe in God, and you believe God is your person, and that God look like you, you really believe in a black bitch. You believe in a black female bitch because a, a dog, a, a dog, a female dog is called a bitch. And, and, and of course, you, you black females practice witchcraft. You black witches, a.k.a. bitches. And you black males are beta male simps who worship the image of the black bitch. Because she could spread her legs for you, and you niggas open off of that. We know you sent beta male Adam seed and Adamite niggas is open off of that. Was the plan? What was this the plan? Yeah, it was the plan. Yes, it was. It was always the plan to get you niggas under control and use you as a natural resource, and that's all they did. And they still using you today, trying to get you to vote to keep this sham ass democratic system going, this democratic shit going, and you stupid niggas still lined up voting, taking part in this bullshit. Why was this plan introduced for control over our people, who were the most powerful people on the planet? Now we're not, we're powerless. Not because of resources, not because the white man ain't helping us, because we are disconnected from Amun. But now we are coming in alignment with Amun again, the elect of our people, who created this plan of attack. The beast did, the so-called white man, because he knew without this introduction to God and his trickery, as y'all 5% said, his tricknology, he couldn't have got control of our people because you niggas was always looking to worship something. You niggas sit up here talking about the black man is God. I told you niggas, y'all don't believe that. Y'all don't believe the black man is God. Raekwon, a.k.a. Raekwon, from the damn Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang um, clan, showed you the black man ain't God when he told you he wanted to name his album after the fucking Gambino family. I'm not going to never let that go, Raekwon. I'm sorry, man. You made a coon out of yourself on Vlad TV. 
But that's what happens when you niggas are programmed for so long, you don't know when you're being fucking coons. You don't even realize that just that coon spirit just comes out of you on, on automatic. Why was this pan pan um, plan so successful? Because they kept on working the plan. And when you work something over and over and over again without fail, see, that's how the beast do. He never lets up. He keeps going. He keeps going. You niggas do something for a little bit, then y'all stop. Oh, I'm tired. Let's do something else. I don't know. Whatever. That's why he kept it going. In your schools, and your universities, and your damn church system everywhere. He kept it going on TV. Already. He kept his program going. And kept you stupid niggas under it. But that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And then Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mental Life Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10 with more hot heat and fire and reality. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.